welcome to New Extra Castaways. I'm Rosalinda Roman. I go by Rosalinda, and I am once again driving, so I thought I would share what I like to call my Rosalinda's ramblings. Uh, I actually recorded an episode yesterday on my way from Riviera Beach to Miami, uh, Miami Springs in particular, where my where I went to high school, and I met up with some of my friends uh, from high school. And on the way down, I was recording an episode here, so hopefully you got to hear that and a little bit of what my family is wrestling with, trying to figure out whether we should continue living on a uh, 45-foot sailing catamaran or if we have, uh, if we're going to do something else for the next chapter of our life. Um, I have a feeling we're leaning toward selling the boat. Um, I don't really want to, but the reality is uh, it's a lot of work for my husband, and uh, I talked a lot about that in the previous episode. But I wanted to talk about just kind of how things went at the get-together with friends and talk a little bit about manifesting whatever it is you want in your life. So I had written in my journal, and I probably talked about it here on the podcast as well, one of the things that uh, I realized from this past year and three months of living on the boat is how much I really would prefer to have a community or, or have people in my life that I could um, have good conversations with and enjoy just being with other grown-ups. Um, and specifically, I'd like to be in uh, a situation where I have kids people with kids who I enjoy and hopefully my husband also enjoys around us on a regular basis not necessarily um, you know once in a blue moon like we we do now Uh, anyway so I had talked about uh, in my journal just that I have decided I'm no longer gonna basically have a life where I'm so isolated and don't have people to to have conversations with because it's one of my favorite things is to have conversation with other people that are interesting and uh and unfortunately just not just on the boat but in in my life in new mexico as well the opportunities for that have been so rare that i it was always like oh i finally found someone to talk to and i have to cram everything into one night like last night was a perfect example of that Uh, i had kind of come late to the party, if you will, not the literal party, but there's a group of my friends from high school who have been getting together for um, either camping weekends or, um, you know, couples nights out or some things like that and getting together more regular, you know, like a few times a year. And my friend recently mentioned that to me and invited me to join them. And I went and it was wonderful. And we had, I had great conversations with really fun people and I just loved it and I, I really realized this morning when I was kind of I, I like to write in my journal and I got up at my I was visiting with at my friend's house and we didn't get in by the way it, until I guess it was a little past 1 30 in the morning which was actually 2 30 in the morning because last night was daylight savings time change and so I literally at at the party had been sitting there looking at my clock and watching it go from uh, 1.59 
to one o'clock because the time went back. So we actually didn't leave the party till probably one twenty, which was actually two twenty. Right, my body's time was two twenty. So, uh, needless to say, I was a little tired this morning, and it was funny to think that I that we were there so late. But it was it was so. Unfortunately, my husband couldn't be there because he had to work. He's doing clinicals in New Mexico, New Mexico, and um, the conversations. I realized I just really enjoyed talking, and they were, it was so. Um, but not not benign's not the right word. It was it was you know harmless, silly, fun, um, and I really enjoyed that. And I really love having conversations and some of my favorite moments from being on the boat is when we find ourselves at anchor and we invite you know a couple over with their kids or a couple of couples over with their kids and uh, just sit on the boat or sit you know we meet on a beach and sit around a bonfire you know those are my favorite times talking to other people and in my life in general that's not something that comes very often and it's weird because I grew up in a very close large family so I always had people around to talk to but now that I'm grown up I am you know we like our nomad life and all of that but that doesn't mean I want to give up those connections right so I'm always in search of them and last night uh, so this morning I'm a little foggy still I'm driving now home uh, but anyway, the, this morning when I was sitting looking at my journal, I glanced at the uh, journal page, that the last previous post that I had done, and it was all about how I was no longer going to stand for this isolation and this feeling that I, I have no one to talk to, no conversations, and then it put so much pressure on my husband to be like my only grown-up conversations every day throughout the week, right? And when he and he travels so much, he's not even there anyway, even if he wanted to talk. But usually by the time he comes home, he just wants to veg, watch a movie, call it a day, because he's been talked out. He's been talking with people through his work uh, all day, every day. And so it's like we, we kind of joke that I, I have the job he should have, and he has the job I should have, and in that I don't talk to many people at all and you know he talks to people all day every day so anyway I was reading this journal entry about how I was no longer going to have that happen and I'm going to focus on really um, making sure that I have connections in my life and then I woke up this morning right and from having had these great conversations and connections and just that realization that once you get clear on what you want the people and resources show up to make it happen. And that's my, my, honestly, my most fundamental belief about life, about my life, about anybody's life, is that once you get clear on what you want, the right people and resources show up to make it happen. Um, and it's the getting clear on what you want that's the hardest part. So I got clear that I want people, oh cool, an airplane's going over my head. Um, I got clear that I want people in my life. I want community and conversation and and connection. And within a, a week of that, I found myself sitting having great community, conversation, connection. So uh, that was one thing about manifesting what you want. And then in that same moment, uh, sitting and looking at my journal, I, for some reason, peeked in the back pocket 
of my journal, and uh, I found a little clip that I had, a little uh, ad that I had cut out of a magazine, I think it was like a boating magazine, and it was an advertisement for land in Puerto Rico. Now, I cut this thing out and put it back in that journal pocket months ago, probably, it may have been even before we sailed to the Bahamas, so could be as much as a year ago, but definitely months, several months ago at the very least. Long before Puerto Rico was hit by Hurricane Maria, long before, um, just long time ago. And I looked at this clip, and it was uh, this cutout. It was some land for sale, and it wasn't necessarily the land. It was it was pretty, but it was just an acre, and it had an ocean view. It wasn't even on the ocean or anything like that. But the title of this, like in big bold print, was Rincón, Puerto Rico. Rincón, at the time when I cut this out of the magazine, I was like, oh, I wonder where that is. I had never been to Rincón, or maybe I have with my dad when I was little, but I don't, not like as a grown-up remembering it. Oh, and let me pause and say I'm passing the Florida, the Lauderdale Marine Center, which used to be our home. That is where we bought this boat, and we lived there for five or six months uh, when we first bought the boat. I mean, we weren't living aboard at the time, but we, the boat lived there, and we, whenever we visited the boat, boat that was our home base. Um, and it's just off the highway in Fort Lauderdale. So, uh, anyway, so that going back to that clip, it said in bright, bold letters, Rincón, Puerto Rico. And I, I remember at the time thinking, oh, I want to look that up on a map and see where that is. But I never actually did. And it, I just tucked it in the back of my, my journal. And lo and behold, so you know, my husband and I went on this medical trip relief mission to Puerto Rico last week. I guess now it's almost two weeks ago. And the place that we stayed was Rincón and it was a wonderful place. It was like our home base. We stayed at a little hotel called Via Cofresi while we were there and it was it's a wonderful place and it's just so crazy because not only are we did we stay there, we actually have moved my daughter's bat mitzvah to be th- there. Uh, in Rincon, not the synagogue service will be in San Juan, but the party is going to be in Rincon, a place that when I clipped this little thing, I didn't even know where it was. And there it was in my journal. And this is what we've been talking about the whole way down yesterday. Uh, my husband and Ahava and I did a three-way call and we were talking about plans for the the bat mitzvah because he got confirmation from the hotel and so it was all about Rincon and then I woke up this morning and it was it was there in my journal so uh, this goes back to that concept of the secret there's a book called The Secret by uh, Rhonda Rhonda Byrne maybe something like that I forget anyway The Secret look it up everybody knows what The Secret is in any bookstore or whatever but the whole idea is you ask, you believe, and you receive. That you can have anything, anything, anything you want in the whole world, in the whole wide world, right? And and you really can, and it's really true. But the the problem is most of us don't believe that, or we think we say we do, and we give it lip service. But when it comes to the big stuff or the things you really, really want, we're afraid to believe. We're afraid to ask. We're afraid to say. 
oh, that is what I'm going to do. And you have to believe and act like it's already yours and it already exists. So one of my favorite examples um, they tell of in, in The Secret, the book, is there's a, a uh, guy, no, it's a woman, who had always you know, been looking for a partner, looking for love, really was hoping to find a life partner, you know, and, and just feeling really sad. She, she said, I, I feel like I've, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. I'm, I'm picturing him and believing and, you know, all of that. But then one day she was driving out of her garage. She's sitting in her car and she was in her garage and she, it hit her. She said, wait a second. It's not, it's, I haven't been doing everything. What I, what I neglected to do was to, um, act as though this person is already in my life and specifically she had a two-car garage but one side of the garage was filled with junk or stuff or not junk whatever it was it was it was not um there was no room for a second car her closet was full to the top of clothes of her own clothes you know full with her stuff she slept in the center of the bed and she said she behaved like there wasn't room in her life for this person uh, this person who she, you know, pictured and tried to do all the manifesting things, but she was her, even though in, in theory, she, it sounded like she believed and she was ready for this person to arrive. It wasn't until she cleared out the garage, started parking on one side to leave room for where he would park and cleared off out half of the closet and left room for his clothes and cleared out half the dresser and left room for his stuff and uh, started sleeping on her side of the bed that lo and behold this person came into her life it's like she needed to make the room to allow those things to happen now a lot of this is very um you know metaphysical or whatever you want to call it um a lot of people they call it faith right you have total faith about the thing that you um are are drawing into your life and so just for the record, I don't think they are, I don't think it's at all, um, like against any religion or anything like that. It's not a religious teaching. It's, it's just about how, um, we block things in our lives without even realizing it. I mean, if you want to think about it as blessings and things that come into your life, um, you know, and if you, whatever your religious faith is, you know, we, you may be praying for something or asking for something, but if you don't allow it to come into your life, it, it just won't. It, it can't. There's no room for it, right? And one of the, the you know, it's kind of a joke or a story that people say um, that there was a great flood and there was a guy on, on the roof of his house waiting um, to be rescued. And someone came by, you know, in a, in a rowboat and said, come on, I'll, I'll um, you know, I'll help you come get in and he said no I'll, I, I trust in the Lord the Lord will help me and he said okay so they left and then another person came in a you know motorboat and said come on let's you know I'll come in and I'll help you and and the person said no no I trust in the Lord it's fine and finally another uh, you know a canoe came whatever and, and same thing or maybe a helicopter and said come on we'll help you no I trust in the Lord and, and he'll save me and then the guy drowned and when he got to heaven, God said, you know, he, he said to God, but what, you know, I trusted in you. I had faith. I believed. And he said, I sent a rowboat, a motorboat and a helicopter, you know, I, I, 
you uh, you had to get in. <laughs> so it was like the idea being that you know we we have to take personal responsibility too, right? So that's on my mind this morning, manifesting what we want. And one of the biggest things that I really like to do, and sometimes I get so busy I forget to do, is just sitting down and really writing out uh, as if it's already happened what I want. And a perfect example of that is one day, one year, I wrote, "Oh, I'm so thankful for what's gonna." what's coming in or what I almost wrote I think I wrote it as if it had already happened like um, what has happened in 2016 or maybe it was 2015 Um, and I listed I love sitting with my family on the deck of the boat and this is before I even owned a boat uh, overlooking with the fireworks display um, overhead celebrating ringing in the new year at anchor Well, I was sitting at anchor, so yeah, it would have been the end of 2015, uh, sitting on this boat that we had just bought a few months earlier, and we were anchored out uh, in West Palm Beach, and the fireworks, the the New Year's fireworks were going off, off, and I was just sitting there thinking, I manifested this. This this is something that I knew was going to happen, and, you know, however it comes to pass, I mean, obviously you can just say, well, you made it happen because you, you decided you wanted it to happen, right? Right? So you get clear on what you want and the people and resources show up to make it happen. So um, even, I, of course, I think you should work hard and, and do those things too, but there's something to be said for the magic of, of belief and faith and, you know, the secret or however you want to, whatever you call it. Um, and not forgetting who you are and what you truly want. Last night was, it was really great for me to sit and talk um, with these people who I, I went to high school with. And it wasn't really my core friend group. They were more of the extended friends. And they were all, you know, friendly. And, and through Facebook, we've become better friends. So I, all these people that know me or feel like they know me from Facebook... Uh, that I actually haven't had a conversation with in 25 years or more, right? Um, so it, it was interesting to have people talking about my life with me and asking really um, big questions. So what are you going to do next? Where are you going to sail? What are you thinking? Well, how do you do that with the kids and, and school? And how is that going to work? And, you know, just talking about all these things with with people who were genuinely curious and and who I was curious about what they've been up to and how their lives transpired because like one of our friends wives had had a, a liver transplant liver transplant a couple of years ago so I had followed all that on Facebook so I, I didn't even know her I mean I had met her once but it wasn't until I was able to just sit and talk with her and hear her story and understand what she really re- went through and it just gave, you know, you, you, you've got the story and you can sympathize with someone through Facebook, but until you sit and talk to them and look at their eyes and hear, you know, the, the moments when their voice cracks telling their story, you know, to me, it's, there's nothing more meaningful than that to me. There isn't. I, I can't think of a thing that I care about more than sitting and hearing people's stories and talking to them. That's honestly what I love the most. And that's the joy of being a parent is that I get to um, witness three people's stories as they're exploring the world in 
every aspect and learning who they are and and where they want to go and how they're reacting to the world as it comes at them and and all of that like so that's the joy of being a parent um but it's also the joy of being human so that's what's on my mind right now i i am so glad i had those talks with my friends last night uh i missed having my husband there but maybe it was for the best because these were conversations that I kind of needed to talk about him without I'm, none of them they, most of them don't know him fully because they know of him and they've seen him and met him and you know it's very they would have loved to have him there as would I have but the conversations were more so what are you going to do what are you thinking and it was just about me <laughs> and and how it relates to my husband and my kids and my everything else but it was good for me to talk about it and think about what do i really want you know i mean the boat thing i realized as i talked to one of my one of the uh people that was that i really enjoyed her husband was in our class in high school she was a few years younger so i didn't really know her at all um and she just asked probing questions and so as we're talking um you know she's she asked is it the is it the boat like do you want to put the boat in charter service um and you know have access to the boat like instead of selling it maybe you you rent it out and then you still have it when you want to use it so i was like i don't know that's a thought and i realized it was less about the boat as it was about the disconnecting which if you listen to the previous episode that was what i uh started to have the realization about it's less about the actual um where like i don't feel like there's any one place that i consider home like i don't f- feel like this boat is my home necessarily i feel like it's uh, it's a home and it's a a place that i consider to be home for now but it's not necessarily my soul's home like it's not the place i most feel myself and and comfortable it's it's a vehicle uh to explore and it's a place that i mean it's nice to be able to have our personal things that offer comfort while we are exploring the world right um but it doesn't have to be a boat it could be renting a a vrbo or you know a rental unit on the beach or it could be i mean it could be any number of things but what it is is the connection and the and the the connection and disconnection <laughs> the connecting with uh my husband and my kids and the disconnecting from all the demands that keep coming at us i think the biggest thing that i know about myself as i and i learn and and continue to remind remember as i get older is that i take it i am very um I receive energy a lot. Like I can if if someone walks in the room and they are having a bad day, I feel that. It I I there may be a whole crowd of happy and that one person with the the sadness or the something uh, off about their energy, I feel that and it and it affects my ability to um interact with others because um you know i i get like it i have to put up a shield inside of myself almost so anyway that's that need to uh be connected in real world way like actually communicating with people 
um, for real, not just texting on a phone or, you know, doing a Facebook Live or ch- chatting on a audio recording, <laughs> as wonderful as this is for you guys to listen to me, um, you know, it's the sitting and talking and hearing and learning and connecting that I, I long for. I, I, that is what I most like to do. And also not feeling like when we're sitting at the table for Shabbat, for example, having, you know, Nathan so tired that, or somebody call or something that pulls him away, um, just to sit and talk and be together. To me, that's, that's what it's all about. And that is actually part of why Puerto Rico is so um, meaningful to me, I think, because it's the place in the world, I think, that I have most... Uh, I have conversations more. People are, although some people, you know, do watch a lot of TV when they can. Um, I, growing up, I, I don't remember watching TV in Puerto Rico. I remember running around, playing, talking to people, listening to conversations. And uh, as this last time that I went, we just, we talked. I talked with lots of people and sat and had conversations. Now, granted, it was no, there was no power, and so, um, you know, it was, it, by necessity, people had to talk to each other instead of looking at their tech, but I think that if I am truly honest about whether or not I want to keep the boat, I don't feel that deeply uh, about it. It's not like, I can't stand the thought of giving up the boat. That is not how I feel. How I feel is, I can't stand the thought of jumping back on the treadmill, the rat race, the, the the hamster cage, right? Where you're running, 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 running. And and also the the fact that there's never a disconnect. There's never a chance to, to just stop and be present and hang out with, you know, with my people. <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm going to work on manifesting is more of that, whether that takes the form of sailing on a boat or sitting, you know, every morning on the beach, just connecting with myself, um, and hopefully with other people I love. So that is what is on my mind this morning. I guess I've rambled long enough. And um, I think I'm going to let you guys go. But if you do enjoy these uh, chats, please subscribe to this. And uh, you can leave a review in iTunes. That's certainly appreciated. Um, and also, if you want to join the New Mexico Castaways crew, which is basically a private Facebook group and a uh, private uh, photo and video album where I share more of the behind the scenes of my family as we live on this uh, sailing catamaran or whatever we're going to do next, um, then please go to the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash and there's a sign-up button, and that'll just take you to a page where you enter your email address, and then I will send you the link uh, that gives you access to those things. So I hope you will consider doing that. I hope you enjoyed this chat. And my challenge to you is sit down for even just 15 minutes and write down something you really, really, really want as if it already has happened. Something, you know, whether it's I love the way my new car feels in my hands as I'm driving down the road and I see myself you know, in the rear view mirror and whatever, just write it down and then fold it up and put it in your underwear drawer underneath stuff or something like that. Like just put it away and just, just see what happens. I think you'd be surprised.
Once you get clear on what you want, the people and resources show up to make it happen. All right, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Have a great day. Bye, everyone.